Have you been wanting to add unique amenities, but don't want to take on the liability or maybe just the maintenance of all of those? Well, Maddie with Mount is going to show you how she can do that for you. If you are serious about building your short-term rental business to $10,000, $20,000, maybe even $30,000 a month or more, you have come to the right place. My name is Kyle Stanley, and this is the Fearless Investor Podcast, where we teach you all things short-term rentals. The best guests, the best tools, the best strategies. There are so many investing paths out there. It can be seriously overwhelming to start out as a new investor, but take it from me, short-term rentals is the best and the quickest way to build your cash flow. So buckle up, listen in, and get ready to conquer the world of short-term rentals. Here we go. Hey, Fearless community, before we get the show started, I want to let you know that you now have the chance to get direct access to me in order to grow and strengthen your short-term rental business. How? The Six Figure Formula Membership. I'm the only one in this space offering this value-packed membership for a stupid, stupid low price of $49 per month, and you get access to me my podcast guests. You get to be a part of our amazing private community. You get our full A to Z business in a box STR kickstart course. And maybe most exciting, especially for me, you get exclusive discounts that we worked for months to get that no one else is getting out there. Price Labs, AirDNA, NoiseAware, HostAway, and so many more at your fingertips. So become a part of this 6FF movement. Get started today for just $49 a month at fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF. Hey, welcome into the Fearless Investor Podcast. You're listening to me, Kyle Stanley, and we have Maddie Rifkin with Mount here today. What a cool story too. Maddie is still young and she started Mount at an even younger age, believe it or not, 12 years old. And she's going to take us through the evolution of Mount from when she was 12 to now, but uh, this is such a cool opportunity for all of your properties. And we're not just talking about Mount, by the way, on this. This is not just a promo for Mount. This is also like, what is an actual good amenity to add to your listing? And especially if you're in like a mountain area or a beach area, just overall, like what are guests looking for? Because there's some that you might just waste money on and there's some that you're going to get a great return on. And Mount, if you can kind of picture it, think about it like, renting a bird when you're in the middle of downtown Austin or LA or San Diego, that's exactly what you do. And when I say bird, I don't mean actual caw, caw bird. No, I mean like the scooter birds. If you haven't (laughs) dealt with those yet, they are a thing. Uh, But that's a lot like what Mount is. And it's going to be able to be something that you can just add to your property. So before I botch everything and just kind of like, you know, make you not even interested in Mount anymore, let's just go ahead and hear straight from the mouth of the CEO of Mount, Maddie Rifkin. All right, guys, we are live here in the STR Six Figure Formula community. And for those of you that are listening to the recording of this, really excited to have Maddie Rifkin on here, the owner of Mount, and uh, love her story on how she started Mount. We're going to get into that in a bit. But Maddie, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's good to be here. From Colorado to now New York. And I know you've been traveling all over the place for the last couple of years. And I know you're not a host yourself, but you were telling me you've got maybe a crazy story of being a Airbnb guest that you want to share. I do. Yeah, I was a uh, nomadic traveling before I landed in New York, although I'm not here that often still. Um, <laughs> but during that time, I was basically traveling the world, staying at Airbnb properties so that I could really learn both the host side and the traveler perspective because Mount straddles the middle. And I ended up in Iceland. We were road tripping, so kind of got a car and drove all around Iceland in the middle of winter, which I don't think it was a good idea in hindsight. But then when we got there, the roads were snow packed and you couldn't see them. And it was it was an adventure in itself. But 
one of our Airbnbs happened to be in a national park within Iceland. Uh, right. And it was this custom built house sitting right on the, I don't know what you would call it. It was like a cliff, but not really in the middle of nowhere. And we drove 30 minutes on a dirt road path to get there. Our host's name was Trigva. One of the reasons I stayed there is because that's my grandpa's name. But it turns out that he had built these properties. He built them, you know, a few miles from each other, was a property manager and owner of these massive houses in Iceland and had put in saunas. He had wood burning uh, hot tubs and he greeted us in person and showed us the entire property uh, and just had all these extras there that made the experience unforgettable. And he told us, you know, we should stay up till 2 a.m burn the, the firewood for the hot tub for like five hours and then jump in at 2 a.m. and you should theoretically see the Northern Lights, well, which was an incredible it? experience. So he just was a ball of energy, <laughs> greeted us, drove us to the property because otherwise we wouldn't have found it and put in all these amazing things to have an unforgettable experience. So did you do that at 2 a.m.? Did you jump in? I did. Yeah, it was uh, unfortunate because the there was a snowstorm that night. So it was like whipping us in the face. I put on ski goggles because I was like, I need to see the Northern Lights. <laughs> Didn't see them because I didn't know that it's not like very visible to the naked eye at times, but uh, it was a fun experience nonetheless. That's awesome. Well, so Maddie, you've got a unique situation here and a unique story. And so before we just kind of jump into Mount and also into talking about what amenities that you're seeing are adding the most value for a lot of hosts worldwide, I want to just kind of, you know, back it up and let's talk about what were you doing before you started this company and what kind of brought you into the world of short-term rentals and, uh, you know, creating Mount? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good question. I probably tell it enough that a fair, fair amount of people already know, but my founding journey and entrepreneurship story is, is quite unique. I started Mount when I was 12 years old. So what? I was a, a crazy kid in, I want to say it was fifth grade back then, maybe earlier, and just kind of had this passion and knew Whatever it was in life, I needed to be a CEO of my own company. <laughs> and I was fortunate enough at that school I was in, middle school, they had an innovation program, which okay. allowed you to go before school and after school and work with the teachers and build essentially a product for the whole semester. And then at the end of it, they brought in judges from around Colorado and you pitched in front of a thousand people all, all from the area oh, and wow. they picked winners. And so as a 12-year-old doing that and having that experience, I think was humbling because well, one, I was not a public speaker. I was 12 years old. And then two, I was using power tools to build this bike lock. But it, it worked out in my favor. I ended up, to my surprise, winning a patent. So they gave me a fully funded patent, got that when I was also that wow. age, and then had these crazy experiences and tools in my back pocket. And that started my entrepreneurship journey. I ended up studying entrepreneurship at Northeastern University, where I officially started. It was called Mount Locks back then. And then, you know, made a string of eight or nine pivots to get to where I am now, which is in the short-term rental industry. So it went from locks all the way to like a software platform that does that's, amenity automation. That's awesome. So I, I need to ask, was it the, the fact that they had this like, you know, competition that got you into entrepreneurship? Or was it the fact that you were like, no, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. So they just happened to have this competition and you happen to, to get the award. Yeah, no, it was, uh, I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I was like, I mean, I say weird, but it was just bizarre. I think of what I was doing when I was even pre that innovation competition, one of my Halloween costumes, I was a peddler. So I had all this candy and a jacket and I sold it to my classmates. Nice. And then, you know, I was the kid doing lemonade stands to make money, really anything to 
to generate income back then. So it was something I knew I needed to do, but I didn't have the courage to do it when I was in fourth grade and I was like 11. So it took me a year, but then I was ready. <laughs> so funny. I, I feel like most people who do become successful entrepreneurs have that story of like elementary school and they were making money when all their friends were out like, you know, not making money or not focusing on things like that. So it, it's cool to, to go back and see those things. Um, so Mount started as a bike lock and this was what year? Oh gosh, early 2000s, I think. Okay, gotcha. No, yeah. Early like 2000s. That. So starts as a bike lock and you said you made like eight or nine pivots. What were some of those pivots that were crazy or fun or worth noting here? Yeah, it was just uh, us. We kept listening to the customer. So we, I had this bike lock and it was pretty cool. It was like a six foot retracting cable. It had GPS and IoT, but in the world of bike locks, you know, you didn't need a new one. There's great ones out there. And yeah. so we didn't really have a customer. It was like, you know, when they designed the Apple watch and everyone's like, I already have watches. <laughs> right. Um, but somehow they still sell millions of those. <laughs> somehow. I know it's crazy, but, um, you know, I kept having to change and actually find a, a viable a problem to solve. And so we had this bike lock and then right around, I want to say 2017, the scooters started popping up only in California. Okay. And there were these things called birds and people didn't really understand them. And I was like, oh, that's pretty yeah. cool. But they didn't have locks. And I was like, oh, this might be a great place for Mount. Like we have a lock that actually works with a scooter. And so that was kind of our first pivot into a different industry where I went and worked with the scooter companies for like a year and a half, two years up until COVID, uh, helping with the locking infrastructure. And then from there, the biggest pivot actually was because of COVID. Those industries got severely hit. About 50% of their staff was cut. And we had to rethink what we were doing. And it doesn't, we wasn't necessarily, we weren't selling a lot of locks. But I think the, the learning there was their customer base was tourists. These mm. tourists would come. And they viewed the scooters as an experience. So they'd hop on and have a great time. Um, and I was like, all right, let's bring that into the short-term rental industry. And so middle of the pandemic, driving around scooters in Colorado, <laughs> working with some Airbnb hosts. And then that was kind of the aha moment because it wasn't necessarily that the Airbnb industry, the short-term rentals needed scooters, but it was the hosts and property managers coming to us being like, we like this new revenue stream, but it really can be anything. I just need software to be able to manage and monetize and do all these things. And that was like, okay, wow, that's big. There's a problem there. <laughs> we have the solution. And so it was more of a natural pivot to get to where we are. It was just a lot of this. <laughs> yeah. So if someone were to ask you today what Mount is today for the short-term rental industry, uh, how do you describe that? Um, I say we're a software platform that can take anything that is inside your or outside your property and turn it into a rentable amenity for the guests. So depending on your property, that could be a kayak, a paddleboard, golf clubs, uh, bikes, firewood, propane tanks, mini bar type of situations. Like it really could be anything. We're just the software that built a payment tool. So it happens all through Mount. We insure everything. Um, we GPS track everything. So there's just a lot of things that make it a lot easier with Mount. That's something I don't want us to just breeze over is the insurance part of it, right? Because that's one of the the biggest issues with special amenities, hot tubs and uh, golf carts and golf clubs or propane tanks like you're talking about is the liability that comes with it. And so a lot of hosts just won't even do it because of the liability, but you guys are providing solutions for that. Can you talk a little bit more about the insurance side of it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's one thing I definitely try and educate people on because I think in this world of short-term rentals, people have become business owners and the insurance aspect is really hard to understand because you have property insurance. And I think a lot of people assume that insurance 
insurance covers all these extras. If you put on bikes, the hot tubs, like all the more risky things. And it does to a point. If you're putting on these amenities and they're at your property and they're not leaving, your guest is theoretically covered if they you know, hurt themselves and stuff like that. But the moment the guest leaves with something you've offered them, like call it a bike, a golf cart, a scooter, that's the gray area where property insurance doesn't actually cover what happens to that guest. If they right. take your bike and hurt themselves, nothing is covered. Um, and as you mentioned, it's a lot of big reason as to why no one offers this stuff. And, and we yeah. realized that and we're like, all right, we can't build a platform and not provide insurance. So because we came from the scooter industry, which I think is pretty much known for building new insurance policies because scooter rentals were so new and that had a lot of liability and risk, we just took kind of the same process. We worked with a lot of the same insurance companies and we were able to custom build a policy that covers anyone. So you as a host or property manager that lists an amenity on Mount. So if you now have bikes, it's covered that general liability, that injury liability is covered when they leave your property, you get named as an additional insured. That's perfect. So to me, even if I'm not looking to, you know, go in and really try to monetize this, I at least want to be covered, right? Like a lot of people will just add a bike or a scooter or something like this, just because they want more occupancy. You're giving them the opportunity to be able to collect money and to monetize it by being a rentable amenity. But it doesn't necessarily have to be that, right? Like if I don't want to rent, if I don't want to charge extra, I just want to be insured, you would be a solution as well. Is that about right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you could list the uh, the bike and not, you know, I mean, you could list it for $0 a day. So, you, But that way you're still getting the management aspect too because the Mount platform will tell you when it's being used, if it's damaged, uh, did it come back, plus the insurance, uh, even if you're not monetizing it. So you can pick and choose your features. All right, listen up. If you are not using Price Labs, you are literally throwing money in the trash. Dynamic pricing is a must in our industry. If you don't know what that is, dynamic pricing is just a fancy term for supply and demand pricing. When demand is high, Price Labs will get you high price bookings. And when demand is low, it will fill up your calendar while the competition overprices themselves and leaves everything vacant. I was dumb in the beginning of my short-term rental journey. I thought I could do it all without Price Labs. So one day I just said, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm going to try this thing out. And immediately my income went up 15 to 20% on my listings. I really was kicking myself. I should have been using this from the beginning. So don't make the same mistake as me. Get started with your free 30-day trial at fearlesskyle.com forward slash price labs. Or even better, how about getting 25% off your first six months as a thank you for being a part of the STR six-figure formula membership. That's right. Go to fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF to become a member and claim that discount today. So, okay, let, let's just take me through what does the user experience feel like if I've got, let's just start with something simple. If I've got an electric bike and I want to rent it out to a guest, how am I using Mount? And what is the user experience from both the host and a guest perspective? Yeah. So if you already have the gear, call it a scooter, uh, it's really easy to get started. You basically go to our website and click list an amenity, and then you basically list your scooter. So you put in your property location for where you want the scooter to live, and then you uh, click add an amenity, and then you create your scooter. It's exactly the way you create an Airbnb listing. So you name it, nice. you put in a photo of the scooter, put in your pricing, and then all you have to do is order our QR code GPS tracker. So that's the physical aspect that gets put on the scooter that makes it rentable. So this is all set up. Uh, so once you get your QR code, it also needs a lock. You can just order a $5 cable lock on Amazon, or we can recommend you a better one. The lock and the QR code are what go on the scooter. And then it's now set up as a rentable amenity. So when the guest comes, 
I guess now since you shift to a marketer, so you need to tell your guest, hey, I have this scooter. Here's the Mount app to download and, and rent. And then you put in a, a fridge magnet, a poster, whatever you want to do. We have all that for you. And then your guest shows up with the Mount app. And when they open it, they can see everything they could possibly rent. So if you have a scooter, a mini bar, a bike, all this stuff. And then to rent it, they just got, go up and scan the QR code on your scooter, which prompts them to pay, sign a terms and conditions rental sheet virtually. And then um, they're off in renting. So it'll give them the unlock combination and then they can use it wherever they want to go. But in order to end their rental, they have to come back uh, within that that area where the scooter is listed and end their rental there. Okay. That's really simple, right? It's It reminds me a lot of even just going and renting a bird when you're on the, mm-hmm. the street, right? When you are going through this process as a guest, if I'm going to renting a bird, right? Like I have to rent it out for a certain amount of time and I get charged for a certain amount of time. Is it just like I'm there for 15 days. I rent it once and now I have access to it for, for 15 days or is it a per day, per hour? Like how does that break down for the guest? Um, it's up to you. So okay. uh, we typically recommend putting in three prices or two, uh, depending on the amenity. You could put in a hourly rate and then a daily rate and then also a weekly rate. And then your guest gets to choose. So if they're there for the full week, they'll probably choose that one because it is cheaper than renting by the hour. Um, but most people do rent by the hour, which I think is funny. <laughs> They'll spend even more money just because they think the hour is cheaper. So yeah, we have options for that. Uh, and then, you know, coming down the line is obviously the dynamic pricing where if it's a weekend, your your amenity will automatically be priced higher. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. So, but that's that's not here yet. <laughs> okay. Got it. So you're working on that right now? Yeah. That's great. All right. So we've heard a lot of what you do rent out. What are some common things that people reach out and and ask for and you are not able to rent out? Um, so the biggest ones right now, like the threshold we have is how fast the amenity, amenity can go because that's kind of where our insurance taps out. So we don't do cars. Mm-hmm. I would just use Turo. They're very good at it. Yep. <laughs> Pools is another one we don't really do just because, you know, a lot of guests expect that to be included. And then... ATVs, snowmobiles, like those type of large horsepower vehicles we also don't do. And then boats, not yet. I, I would say boats is probably coming, but but not yet. Is that just because there's too much risk behind those or what's what's the reason for not being able to do those? Um, Yeah, boats, our policy was more built for mobility items. Um, and so, yeah, we just haven't had enough demand for boats yet uh, to bring that on the platform. But then you also have the headache of like, how do you verify if someone has a captain's license or not? And, you know, who's going to handle that? There's just a lot of other things with a boat that uh, not the general person probably wouldn't know how to captain or use it. Cool. All right. Well, I want to pivot here before I do. If you guys are listening and you're listening live here on this short or the uh, short term rental six figure formula, you already have a discount to mount. All you have to do is go to the six figure formula, click on mount and you can get your discount. If you're listening later on after we publish this with Maddie and you're not a part of the six-figure formula and you're like, I want to use Mount and I want to get a discount. Well, you can do that. All you have to do is go to fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF. And also you get exclusive access to our podcast guests just like this because we're going to have an exclusive Q&A with Maddie right after we're done with this uh, as part of the six-figure formula. So Maddie, you have front row seats to the most popular amenities. And I think that is a really intriguing thing that I want to talk about right now. A lot of people get their Airbnb started and they think to themselves, oh, I wonder if adding a bike would add some occupancy or add some revenue. I wonder if having that, you know, propane tank for the fire pit is going to add some value. What are some of the things that you're seeing, some of the amenities that people are adding and getting a great return on 
that you think maybe just overall blanket, everyone should be doing these things? Oh, wow. Okay, good question. I'd say the biggest one right now is electric bikes. And it's because it's looked at by the guest as a luxury amenity. Because one, they're really hard to buy personally right now because of COVID and all the crazy supply chain issues. So if you have one, your guest is like, oh my, that's great. And also they pull in a lot of money because the guest is willing to pay, depending on your area, anywhere from 60 to $120 a day for an electric bike. Wow. Which has a great opportunity to be like a massive moneymaker. We also get really good discounts because I think inherently people are like, oh, I have to go drop a few thousand dollars on an electric bike. That's actually not the case. Uh, ours is $850. So wow. Okay. And people can buy there. that from you. Yeah. We, we worked with a few manufacturers to get some special codes and discounts and stuff like that. Nice. And they're also vetted. <laughs> okay. Now, I know in the past you guys used to either provide them as rentals to the owners, but if I'm understanding correctly, now the owner has to own it themselves. Yeah, so Matt won't buy them anymore, but we did set up like one of our bike manufacturers has a um, like a, a monthly payment option so you don't have to pay all at once. Uh, so if you are renting it out, technically that would cover those payments. Okay, got it. So electric bikes, that's great to hear. Is there any, is there a second front runner, third? Yeah, so uh, the second one, I would say it's, it's split based on if you have like a beachfront property or if you have like a cabin in the woods. The beachfront property is uh, beach bundles. So like the chairs, umbrellas, uh, sandcastle equipment, all that stuff. That's really hard to track and offer because if you say it's there and then, then it gets damaged or not brought back, your other guest is not going to be happy. So a lot of hosts in our platform like to use it for the management tool. So they know if it's back or not. They don't necessarily charge for it, but the rental process is the same. And then for the cabin in the woods, the mountain areas, the firewood propane tanks is actually a good one. Uh, that a lot of people are interested in. For the propane tanks, they want the management aspect because I think it's really hard to remember or even know if you need to replace a propane tank. Yeah. Because it's, you know, you can't know if it's empty or not. Um, our system tracks when it's been used. So we mm. can tell you when it needs to be replaced if it's being rented and you can upsell it too, which I think is helpful because propane tanks aren't necessarily something a guest would think is included. You are speaking my language right now because i mean you know fire pits in our area are one of the top things that people are searching for especially in our cabin areas so you're saying if i get if i get a fire pit and i have a propane tank i can rent it out on mount for x amount of dollars plus it'll actually track like how full it is am i understanding that correctly It'll track usage. So you can tell when your guests are using it. We can't track down to like, I, I don't know what that's measured in milliliters. Uh, yeah, you know, right. So much is left, but we can ballpark usage. Okay, awesome. And then I think the biggest thing too, because we have, we have unfortunately uh, within our family, we know of someone who actually had a propane tank explode on them. And so that was really scary. So what you're saying is that would also be something that you would ensure? I have to check on the liability because we haven't insured it in the past. Plus, I would need to check with your property insurance, too, because I think they would cover that. Uh, yeah, I would I would think so. Uh, the one time that we know it did happen, it was covered by property insurance. Okay. Which, I, yeah, it's great to have. I would not rely on your platform's insurance. Uh, yeah. I would get extra. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let's break down. How does it work? Uh, what are you charging? How much split do you take in regards to uh, the, the income that's coming in so that everyone can know? what they're getting and what they're giving up to. Absolutely. So for anything that needs our insurance and software tool and all of that, you pay $15 a month. And then after that, 
you keep 100% of the revenue that it generates. So if you've put in your price as $10, you'll keep that $10. What Mount does is we add a 20% fee to the guest. So they will actually buy it for or rent it for $12. That way we're not taking any of your revenue cut. The traveler is paying it. They don't see the split. Um, so they'll just see the $12 an hour, but uh, it, 20% of that is coming to Mount. That's awesome. See, guys, this is so easy, so simple. They're not gouging you. They're <laughs> they're literally going to be able to help you add revenue, add great amenities, and that's going to add occupancy and, and the revenue as well. So very excited about getting you on the podcast. Finally, this is long overdue, but guys, if you want to get started with Mount, you can just go to the show notes or the description on this video. It's also just rentmount.com. But again, why go pay full price? Go and, and join the six-figure formula and you can get that discount that is exclusive, exclusive along with 10 other partners. We have exclusive discounts for you with high quality software in this industry, just like Mount. All you have to do is go to fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF to get those discounts. We're going to start now the exclusive Q&A section of this podcast that's only for 6FF members. But before we do, uh, Maddie, how would you like people to get connected with you and us outside of Rent Mount? Yeah, I mean, our LinkedIn is the best way. Uh, I have a personal one is Madison Rifkin and then also Mount uh, LinkedIn as well. So friend or yeah, friend request, I don't know what it's called on LinkedIn. <laughs> do that there and uh, really reach out because I respond pretty fast there. And Rifkin is R-I-F-K-I-N. You can go check out Maddie there. Maddie, thank you so much for jumping on here and helping our audience to conquer amenities and short-term rentals. Of course. Happy to be here. <laughs> All right. So if you want to get started with Mount, you can go to rentmount.com or you can click on the show notes. And Maddie has a great offer for you as being our sponsor for the Fearless Investor Podcast. And if you're ready for a discount for life, you can get started in the six-figure formula where Mount is one of our 10 partners that is giving us exclusive discounts two top softwares in the world for short-term rentals. That's fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF. For now, thank you for joining us here on the Fearless Investor Podcast. We're helping you to conquer the world of Airbnb. Hey, Fearless Investor community. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Fearless Investor. If you haven't already, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. And for more free content, check out my YouTube channel, also called The Fearless Investor, and our website, www.fearlesskyle.com. Com. Until next time, keep on conquering the world of short-term rentals.